Welcome. Welcome to Fearless with Jason Whitlock. I am Jason Whitlock, your host. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Yes, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. I'm glad you're uh, here. We have an amazing show planned for you today. Royce White, Bryson Gray in studio. We're going to hear from Liz Wheeler and Nathan Livingston. Liz Wheeler, of course, is a conservative uh, talk show host. Nathan Livingston is a man that I believe lives in Australia and has uncovered or pushed back on the Andrew Tate interview that was done with Tucker Carlson, a two and a half hour interview. And today's show is going to be a discussion about Andrew Tate, the influencer, the, what does he call himself, top G, the, the king of the manosphere, that we're kind of asking the question today, pimp or profit? Andrew Tate, he did an interview with Tucker Carlson where he, he alleged that the Romanian government and the system, the matrix, matrix is coming after him because of what he represents. There have been people like our next guest, uh, Nathan Livingston, that does, has a Twitter feed, I think, called Milkbox TV or Mickbox TV that put out a video that contradicted uh, Andrew Tate's claim that you know he uses some kind of lover boy approach to get women uh, to do webcam videos for him, and that you know it's not illegal, it's not immoral, it's all just a scam. Uh, I, I, I think we, ha I don't know if we have Nathan's video readily available, but hopefully we will. We can put it in and show it to you right now. What and are you charged with? That's a really good question. I'm charged with being the head of an organized criminal group, which is in charge of recruiting girls to make TikTok videos. They face charges, which include human trafficking, rape, and forming a criminal gang to sexually exploit women. OnlyFans is the best hustle in the world. Are they accusing you of using violence or? No. They're accusing me of using the lover boy method, coercing them by being nice. I don't mention webcam until after I've had sex with the girl. If you're on dates and you're trying to mention it and shit, it just doesn't work. It puts them off. I'd never do that. That's disgusting. I'm not a whore. Uh, it's just not gonna work. You continue as normal, no mention of webcam. You f up the girl. After you f the girl, you do the PhD test. So yeah, on CobraTape.com, I have my PhD program and that is a uh, PhD is a uh, pimp and hose degree that I'm, um, Clever. And that, Clever. That, that, that teaches basically how I got girls, how I met girls, how I got girls to like me, how I got girls to fall in love with me to work on webcam for me. Oh, and you're always working. Why don't you work for me so we spend more time together? Work for you doing what? So I'll have a webcam business. Oh, I don't want to do that. So, okay, I know you don't want to do that, but listen, come and let's have a meeting. Let's just talk about it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Fine. But let me explain it to you properly. In fact, I'll bring one of the girls who works for me. Your bottom bitch is the one who does the selling. You don't do the selling. The girl has to hear from a girl. And this is where your bottom bitch has to be trained. This is why I said it's so important to have a good first girl. Because that's what I did. That was my, my MO was find girls, make them love me and make them work for me. This girl's like, okay, well I'll try it. Put both girls on camera together the first day. 
So the new girl can sit there and just sit with the other girl and get drunk. Give him a bottle of vodka. Last night that I worked for him, Andrew bought me like five bottles of wine. So I got completely drunk because I've never done webcam work. So I was very, very nervous. And that's how I got rich. So that teaches everything I know from start to finish about uh, not only getting girls, not only obtaining them, but retaining them. Because that's a completely different game as well. And over time, I just built up this big, this big little empire of webcam girls. At one, one point, I had four locations, 75 girls working for me. I'd take around half of the money, around 50%. You take 50%. Around 50%. They thought they were on 50%. And I said that the disparity is because of taxes. He would just pay me a flat fee of 15 pounds an hour. We got to the point where we had these guys falling in love with my models. Serious, big time in love, right? Sending crazy money. And they were convinced they were going to meet the chick. This is almost where I kind of felt bad. Because they're like, can we meet? I've sent you $200,000. When you look at the money that I was actually bringing in, it just doesn't even scratch the surface. I had these guys selling their houses, life savings, loans, all of it to me. Give me it all. I was all about trying to get paid. Like my mm -hmm. whole, I used sex as a tool to make women love me so they'd obey me and live in my house and make me money. That, that's what I wanted. So I was a pimp in that sense. Were there any other instances where there was physical abuse? I saw him smack girls with a belt. No my ideas. You know my ideas. That's right, lock the door, you You knew I was gonna beat the out of you. If you behaved, I wouldn't have to hit you, would I? You don't. Get out. You can't stay in there forever. Once again, this is an IQ test, right? Because yes. any guy who's bad with women would look at it and go, takes a woman beater. I say it, look at the camera. This is what happens, you don't listen. Look at the camera. Why are you getting hit? Why are you getting beaten? You don't listen. You do as I say. Any man who's actually a G, who's been around a little bit, would look at the video and go, man, she loved, she wants that. The media machine, they'd call up ex-girlfriends and say, if you have anything bad to say about Andrew, we can pay you $50,000 for the story. And they tried very hard. They didn't find any evidence of anything. And I had gone to the shower, I came back and I noticed he was, like, I saw him raping her. And, um... People say, why didn't you in Romania? And I explain my five reasons. One of them is the Me Too era. They go, oh, well, you're a rapist. I say, no, I'm not a fucking rapist. But I like the idea of being able to just say, to, to do what I want. I like being free. And of course, they don't go out. They're not allowed out. You stay in the house. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not particularly, what would you say, impressed by what he's done on the sex business front. It, it seems to me a bit on the pimpy side, let's say. I get called a pimp a lot, but I, and the reason I use the term is because I don't see it as a negative term. I see it as positively inspirational and motivating person. She has to respect you and love you and want to work with you. And that's done through positive, pimp, positively inspirational and motivating person. I'm gonna send you a book. It's okay. a guy called Pimpin' Ken, who's a street pimp in the 90s. And he wrote a book, uh, 50 Laws of the Game. And one of the laws of the game is a hoe without instruction is headed for destruction. They're accusing me of using the lover boy method, coercing them by being nice. Let me read you then what you have said about what you have done. Sure. You have said, my job was to meet a girl, go on a few dates, sleep with her, 
get her to fall in love with me to the point where she'd do anything I say and then get her on webcam so we, we could become rich together. I don't think that's what I personally said. I think that's, that's exactly what no, you said on your website. That's, that's, no, I've never said that. So yeah, on corporatetape.com, I have my PhD program. The, I think the belief is that you were charged with human trafficking. Yeah, that's human trafficking because what you do is you force a girl to work against her will for financial gain. That's human trafficking. And their justification for this is that girls do TikTok. Some girls I know who they found who say they're not victims have TikTok accounts. Uh, PhD is a pimp and hose degree that I'm... Um, Clever. And now, and now I want to bring in, Nathan's been kind enough despite the huge uh, time difference. He's been kind enough to join us uh, from Australia to explain his video and to provide us some information because before Bryson and, and Royce and I talk about it, I want to make sure we have enough context to even understand the conversation and engage in the conversation. So Nathan, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking the time and, and walk us through video you put together and why you think what Andrew Tate said in his interview with Tucker Carlson is dishonest, out of context, misinformation. Thanks for having me, Jason. Uh, it's Milk Bar TV, by the way. It's an Australian, uh, Milk Bar's an Australian um, term for a gotcha. local store. But uh, yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I think uh, me, like most people, I was kind of on the fence with Andrew Tate. Um, there was some things that I uh, heard him say about masculinity that I thought, okay, yeah, there's some uh, wisdom to that. But I also knew enough about him that there was this background with him having this webcam uh, business. And it always kind of irritated me every time he did a uh, interview that uh, no journalists or people actually questioned him on uh, on that background. Um, and so when I saw him do the uh, Tuck interview, he was, he was asked specifically about the charges against him. And he downplayed them. I knew he downplayed them because I knew enough about the charges uh, that he, when he said he was just being charged with being around girls that were making TikTok videos or somehow convincing girls of making TikTok videos, and that was all the charges were, I knew he was lying. I knew that was a lie. Uh, because you can actually access the, the charges. Um, people have done the hard work to contact uh, Bookrest Courthouse and translate what the charges are and translate a lot of court documents. And I think I think he's really hoped that, uh, that he can only present his side of the story because he's being tried in Romania, um, that none of the actual truth of, uh, of his court case will come out um, because you'll find it's... It's far worse and far more damning than he's trying to portray. I mean, I can tell you right now, straight up the charges are constituting an organized criminal group, uh, human trafficking in a continuous form, uh, uh, continued rape charges, uh, money laundering, uh, even trafficking of minors. You know, so he, he straight up lied to uh, Tucker. Tucker asked him, is this to do with pimping? That's the organized crime element. Uh, is this to do with anything financial? That's the money laundering uh, component. Uh, is there any violence to this? I mean, you know, there's a charge of rape right there. Um, so that's that's kind of what kicked off me making this video. Um, and in the video, I really go into uh, what the lover boy method is, which again, he said in the Tucker interview was him being nice. Um, and with the video, it, it, it shows with his own words what that lover boy method is. And um, it's, it's no different to really like a pimp, really. 
Um, I mean, I can I could read out a direct quote from him. This is his PhD degree that he sold on his uh, on his site, corporate.com. This is a direct quote from him. You can find it because I know they, they always pick people up on context. This is a trip advice podcast from January 21st, 2020. Uh, he says the PhD course, which stands for pimp and hose degree. Uh, this is the quote. It teaches basically how I got girls, how I met girls, how I got girls to like me, how I got girls to fall in love with me, to work on webcam for me, because that's what I did. That was my MO, was find girls, make them love me, and make them work for me. And that's how I got rich. So that teaches everything I know from start to finish about not only getting girls, not only obtaining them, but rate retaining them, because that's a completely different game as well. Now that's from 2020. And in that same podcast, he says he still has three girls working for him. He's continually said with a timeline that's no, he's he's cancelled the uh, the webcam business five years ago, ten years ago. He always shifts it, uh, but that's from 2020 where he's still saying that three uh, women are working for him. You said three or thirty. Three at that point in 2020. Gotcha. So is it your contention that he got rich? off this webcam scheme, that that was the nature of how he came to such fame and fortune? He's open about that. He said he was even making up to $400,000 a month at the height of it, uh, where I believe he said he had 75 women working for him in multiple locations. And in, in the video you put together, and I saw it and it shook me up and it made me go, oh boy, what am I you know, what's what's going on here, and it's why we're having a conversation. Mm. It, it, are, are the thing, the highlights you're putting, are they in context? Are they, because, you know, you can take anything that someone says, that he would argue, hey, I was being sarcastic when I said this, they don't get the joke, you gotta hear the full deal, blah, blah, blah. You're comfortable that what you presented is an accurate portrayal of 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 Andrew Tate, I am. I I and this is this is how you know I'm genuine. I encourage everyone to do their own research. So look up Andrew Tate uh, PhD course. Uh, it's it's all out there. He did this course on it. You know, I think that's the thing. He this is he he built his empire off this, and I truly think that now he's trying to rehabilitate his image by doing these kind of legitimate interviews with legitimate people like Tucker who have massive platforms, but he's built an empire on smut and pimping and exploiting girls. And I mean, from, from the charges, it's, you know, horrible things. And I think his past is, is finally coming up to, uh, to, to him. And I think it's a house of cards that might actually bring him down. Um, you know, he talks about, this is another direct quote from him. He said, uh, and he said, this, this is a quote that's in the court document. So this is actually going to be, be, he continually says, even with the video, he did a response to my video where he says, everything in that is before 2021, before the official charges. Again, he's lying about that. The actual court case goes back to 2016. So it includes his webcam business from back in 2016. Um, and it has direct quotes from him in the past. So even footage that I'm using within some of these interviews, they'll they'll use that in the court because he's open about it. He's actually incriminated himself. So there's a quote where he says, my main girlfriend's got maybe 20% of the money. I kept 80% of the money. 
they made. So they were mostly working for free, working for my love and attention. I mean, he's a pimp and he's upfront about it. You know, he calls pimp uh, a positively inspirational, motivating person. He doesn't see anything wrong with himself being called a pimp. Do you think what has been the delay? Because again, have they not? They haven't officially charged him. They held him, uh, and 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 he's claiming they're looking for evidence against him, and that's why they haven't brought official charges as of yet. It, 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 any of that true in your mind? It's a lie. He's he's been indicted. You can find the charges. You can look them up. You can contact the Bucharest court, and it's under the uh, Freedom of Information Act. You can ask for the indictment, and they'll provide you. Uh, it'll be Romanian, so you'll have to uh, figure out how to translate it. But a group of people have done an incredible work um, uh, obtaining these court documents, including the indictments, and translating it through using uh, Google Translate, AI, and um, Romanian people. Um, and it's there. You can see. You can see his uh, the contact messages. Um, he's the indictments there. I think this is the thing, right? Why would you take uh, any any uh, any court case? Uh, why would you take anyone's word entirely one-sided from the person uh, that's on trial? Uh, I think because it's in Romanian, so far away, and. Uh, uh, and because it's to do with sex crimes, there's a, there's a whole lot they have to redact. Um, he has seven victims, okay? He continually says that they can't find anyone from my past that's willing to speak out against him. That's not true, there's, there, there are seven victims. There's people who are, who are, who are you know, st uh, whether they won't literally take the stand, they'll probably have to do it by video or by something else, but there are people who are accusing him of um, doing these horrible things. Don't take Andrew Tate's word on what the uh the the crimes and the case against andrew tate are um i encourage you to 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 dig to look these uh these documents are available you can you can find them yourselves nathan thank you so much for getting up very early uh in australia really appreciate you taking the time really appreciate you uh providing us the context and the information Thank you so much. You've done a great service. I, I can already, I'm looking, you can't see uh, Royce and Bryson, uh, but you've, you've laid the foundation for a great discussion for us here today about Andrew Tate. We're gonna hear from Liz Wheeler next, get a female perspective. I think she helped share your video and, and helped it go viral. But uh, thank you so much. Have a good day, chap. Do they say chap in Australia? Do they say? Hey, say, say good day, mate. Mate, yeah, good day, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, uh, I should know that. Isn't, is Indiana Jones, is that in Australia? Or I can't, the movie, I can't remember. Anyway, I'm stupid. There's, you make it worse. There's, there's, anyway, thank you. Thank you, Nate. Thank you. Thank Cheers, you, mate. Uh, all right, uh, before we get to Liz Wheeler, I want to tell you about the new thing I've added to my uh, workout routine, Echelon. Getting in daily movement and exercise is crucial for our overall health and well-being, but it's easy to make excuses. No time, no motivation, no access to equipment. Echelon Fitness could be the game changer you've been looking for. Echelon Fitness is the affordable way to get the workout equipment, the workout community, 
and an instructor's motivation right in the comfort and privacy of your own home. Echelon Fitness offers a full range of affordable workout equipment, including stationary bikes, which I've now added to my home, smart rowers, sleek fitness screens, and auto folding and an auto folding treadmill. All equipment is connected to provide the full Echelon Fitness experience. Echelon makes quality, reliable, affordable exercise equipment accessible to all. With Echelon, one membership covers a family of five. Text FEARLESS to 81181. FEARLESS to 81881 to get $200 off your new Echelon. Just text FEARLESS. 81881 to get this special discount plus free shipping and risk-free 30-day returns. Text FEARLESS to 81881. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. I've added one of their top stationary bikes to my routine. You guys know I've been fighting the Battle of the Bulge for the last 18 months. Wanted a new wrinkle, wanted a stationary bike. This thing is spectacular, it hooks me up to the internet, I got instructors, I can compete against other people. It sits in my living room, in front of my TV. It's awesome, it's ma I'm making it part of my uh, weight loss journey. You should think about joining me, Echelon. Text FEARLESS to 81881, our newest sponsor. Love these guys at Echelon, and you guys can watch the results, watch me melt right in front of your face as Echelon helps me along the way. All right, Liz Wheeler, next. It's my obligation to hate discrimination, raising up your hands for freedom. All right, welcome back. As I told you at the top, before we dive into a full-throated discussion of Andrew Tate, I want more context and information around the discussion. Here to provide some more context and information is Liz Wheeler, the host of The Liz Wheeler Show, and the author of a new book coming out, Hide Your Children. It's coming out September 26th. Pre-order everywhere you can find books. Uh, I'm sure it's gonna be a terrific book. Liz has a terrific social media following, and she's been, for lack of a better description, beefing with Andrew Tate and responding to some criticism from Andrew Tate. Wanted to get a woman's perspective on Andrew Tate. Uh, Liz, you saw the Tucker Carlson interview like everyone else, and uh, Andrew Tate claimed that the Romanian government and law enforcement's after him because of he's a lover boy. Uh, I, I think you completely disagree with that, that he's not some innocent lover boy, that he actually is perhaps a, a danger or a menace or a criminal, for lack of a better description, you tell us. Yeah, so this is not just my opinion on Andrew Tate. If you listen to his own words, he's a very provocative character. I watched the Andrew Tate interview on Tucker Carlson like almost everyone else in the world. It is, as Tate will remind you repeatedly, the most watched sit-down interview in our history. I know there's a little bit of a difference between a Twitter interview and a broadcast interview, but it's the most it's the most viewed interview of all time. He influences a lot, a lot of people. You'd be hard-pressed to talk to a young man who wasn't influenced in some way by Andrew Tate. And I thought to myself, well, listen, he's a very charismatic person. I understand he's like seductive. I understand why people, not just women fall for him, but why all these young men fall for him, because he accurately diagnoses a serious problem in our culture. Our society tells young men that 
masculinity is toxic. Young men are told that they shouldn't want to protect and provide for their wives and families. They shouldn't want to procreate. Our society feminizes men, and this has become even more prominent in the Me Too era. Young men, even if they're not politically minded, feel this. They feel this assault on inherently who God made them to be. And Andrew Tate accurately diagnoses that. He looks at young men and he says, no, you should be strong. You should be masculine. And then we have the problem. That's how he draws people in. But what he prescribes as the antidote to this accurately diagnosed cultural ill is he prescribes poison. He doesn't say, young men, you should be the man that God created you to be. Instead, he points young men towards materialism. He points young men to exploitation of women. He points young men to pornography. He points young men to worship of self. So I would argue that accurately diagnosing a cultural ill while a good thing is incredibly destructive when you're just using that to lure young men in to a path of self-destruction. Andrew Tate is an incredibly dangerous man. You, I have listened and I don't know a great deal about Andrew Tate. The Tucker Carlson interview was my first deep dive. I've seen the pushback and backlash. You're someone that believes his little webcam story is not accurate or not full of context, that it's, it maybe does fit the definition of human trafficking or sex trafficking? Well, I think one of the defense strategies or the deflection strategies that Andrew Tate is using right now is trying to conflate his legal issues in Romania with the moral commentary that conservatives like me have been giving about the message that he is that he is offering to young men. I don't know about his Romanian legal issues. I suspect that they could be accurate legal charges. We will have to wait and see on that. However, he is making a defense based on his legal issues to avoid the fact that, Jason, you and I know that it's completely immoral, it's completely wrong to seduce young women and trick them into performing pornographic acts in front of a webcam and then profiting off of that. Andrew Tate and his brother have admitted that they pimp women. This, this is fundamentally moral, I immoral. Our society knows this. You know this. I know this. Everyone watching this show knows this. And yet this is what he's offering young men. So my critique of him is that young men shouldn't be listening to him. Young men should be listening to, well, really, they shouldn't be putting any human person on a pedestal. They should be trying to be the godly men that they were created to be. But Andrew Tate was the most Googled man in all the world last year. People who Young men specifically who are feeling attacked by our culture are turning to him for advice and for guidance. And even some conservatives are doing this. And it actually blows my mind that conservatives or so-called red-pilled young men don't see what Andrew Tate is doing with them. It's, it's almost like uh, the strategy that the Antichrist employs, right? Where he says, he, he empathizes with your grievances, but then what he says that he will do in order to address those grievances is I will make you happy. I will make you prof profitable. I will make you prosperous. If only you don't worship God, if only you worship me instead. That's what Andrew Tate is offering. So my critique of him is almost purely a moral critique, although it's not a huge stretch to, it's not a huge stretch to think that that would extend to legal issues as well. All right. So just in the interest of transparency, everybody knows watching, listening, I'm friends with Tucker Carlson. I'm a supporter of Tucker Carlson. Uh, Tucker and I round the same age. And so I'm probably a bit more sympathetic towards Tucker and his interview with Andrew Tate and, and sitting there going, well, man, until this interview, 
and the pushback, I didn't know all these things about Andrew Tate. I, I wasn't a consumer of Andrew Tate's content. I would kind of heard about him, didn't understand the controversy around him. But, but am I being too sympathetic offering Tucker that fig leaf of protection of saying, well, I could I could sit there and say, man, whew, glad I didn't land that interview because I could have made the exact same <laughs> mistakes as Tucker if if I didn't do a bunch of research. I could see myself interviewing Andrew Tate and accepting his answers and not knowing all the background. Are you sympathetic towards Tucker Carlson and and his two and a half hour interview with Andrew? Oh, listen, I love Tucker Carlson. I've been one of his biggest defenders. I think Fox News wronged him, and I think they're paying the price for that. I think it's wonderful that he's on Twitter because he's reaching a younger demographic than you can reach on cable news anyway. I know he's going to be wildly successful in everything he did. One of my favorite videos, actually, from the past week was him absolutely slaughtering the Republican contenders in Iowa, especially when he asked Asa Hutchinson how many COVID jabs he'd gotten. And Asa Hutchinson asked him, well, how many COVID jabs have you gotten? And Tucker goes, zero. I've gotten zero. I love Tucker Carlson. So yes, this is a critique of Tucker's work, but that's the thing. When you when you like someone, you're a fan of them, you respect their work. It doesn't mean that every single thing they do, you have to come to their defense. I haven't personally talked to Tucker about this interview, so I don't know how much background he was briefed on about Andrew Tate prior to this. I know Tucker has said he doesn't spend a lot of time on social media, so perhaps he's unaware um, I plan to send him this video that that I made go viral on Twitter of Andrew Tate's own words exposing who Andrew Tate is. I encourage you to send it to him as well. I'd be interested in his take on it if it changes his view on Andrew Tate. I suspect it will because Tucker Carlson is a fair-minded individual. He's not dogmatic about things when he misses a piece of information or misrepresents a person or a situation, he oftentimes corrects it, which is one of the reasons I respect him in an industry where so many people maybe operate in a way that aren't worthy of respect. So this is less a critique of Tucker Carlson, more of a critique of Andrew Tate, although the fact does remain that the view count, the sheer number of people who watched that interview, Tucker did, intentionally or otherwise, I'd probably say unintentionally, he did give Andrew Tate a platform to manipulate people and misrepresent what he's done and what he's doing in a way that, I mean, con artists are always very, very um, charismatic. They're very convincing. I found myself, I knew all about Andrew Tate before this interview, and I found myself watching the first 40 minutes being like, wow, is that true? Is that really what's happening? Until I stepped back and I was like, wait a second, here's the facts that we have on the table. That's not actually true. So I'm sympathetic to the people who watched this, who wonder if Andrew Tate is being wronged or wonder if Andrew Tate has influenced young men in a more positive manner than his immorality has um, caused destruction in their lives. But I think ultimately, if we are setting emotion aside and just looking at the facts of the matter, that, that the conclusion has to be that Andrew Tate is leading young men astray. Liz, uh, finally, tell us about your new book that's coming out September 26. W what, what are you arguing in the book? Why should people get your book, Hide Your Children? I'm very excited about this book. In fact, one of my pet peeves is when people announce that they're writing a book and then it doesn't come out until the next year. So I kept my book a secret until now so that people can pre-order it. It'll be in your mailbox in just a few weeks. I just announced it last week. Um, but what I do in this book is two things. One, 
I expose the Marxists behind the institutional capture that we're facing in our nation. It's no, you don't have to be a parent to understand that the left has been waging a deliberate, a relentless assault on our children. And so I sought out to find out why this concerted effort, this was all happening at once, why is this happening? It turns out the answer to that isn't so much a why, it's a who is behind the institutional capture and these attacks on our children. So I name the names of the people behind this in the book, in the first half of the book. And then the second half of the book, I explore what our society should look like. It's actually a critique of the Republican Party in a sense in the second half of the book, because I grapple with the question, is freedom the ultimate end? Is that what our goal is in a free society? Is it just absolute freedom or is freedom a means to something greater? One of the reasons that the left has been so successful in capturing our institutions, whether that's the media, the education system, religion, the law, they've almost destroyed the nuclear family. One of the reasons they've been so successful is because the Republican Party has withdrawn our definition of morality from our political platforms. We want to, we want to have an equal playing field. We want people to decide for themselves how they can live. And that's actually um, a contradiction of our constitutional heritage. Our constitutional heritage is one of ordered liberty. So I make the argument that we can fight to take back our institutions and protect our children, but to do so, we have some really big questions that we need to grapple with first. You can go to hideyourchildrenbook.com to get a copy. I would appreciate it if you would uh, pre-order it. Liz, thank you so much. Appreciate you taking the time. We'd love to have you on again. Hopefully I'll get a chance to read the book and we can have an in-depth discussion about it. Thank you so much. Yep, that's Liz Wheeler. Awesome job. When we come back, uh, Royce, myself, and Bryson will have a discussion about Andrew Tate next. All right, welcome back. So I think we have enough context to have a pretty provocative and interesting discussion about Andrew Tate. Pimp or prophet, he's the king of the manosphere. Uh, we've heard from a couple of his uh, critics, Nathan Livingston and Liz Wheeler. Uh, Bryson and Royce have been sitting over here patiently taking notes. Uh, we had a little interesting discussion off air. I think it should be a really interesting discussion on air. I, 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 I'm going to let these guys kind of fire first. I'm going to say this. If I have to choose between pimp or profit, I'm going pimp right now. Uh, you guys say what? Neither. First, yeah. Where are we going? Are we, are we kicking off right now? This is going to be a... <laughs> yeah, 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 let's get it. Um, well, first off, I'm very slow to call anybody a prophet. So by that standard, I'd have to say pimp. But I'm not for this this racket that they're running. One one is this. I don't really know Andrew Tate personally, so I can't speak to a lot of these things from any, any substantive standpoint. You just hear testimony, and we're talking about an international criminal court case. Um, I see the things that he says online. He's hitting a lot of the right courts. I think it's a... Hold, hold, hold. You know, and we're going to continue the discussion, mm -hmm. but I want to... I want to stop you there and bef because I, want, I don't want to play this video afterwards okay. and try to hang you with it. I want to play the, the clip of Andrew Tate uh, on how to recruit women so we, we hear Andrew Tate in his own words. Should have done this first. I apologize, but let's play that clip. 
Oh, I'm saying that. You cannot get a girl to work for you. You have a So the recruitment process is the same as the PhD course. You message them on Instagram. The PhD course is my recruitment system. I don't mention webcam until after I've had sex with the girl. If you're on dates and you're trying to mention it and shit, it just doesn't work. It puts them off. I'd never do that. That's disgusting. I'm not a whore. Uh, it's just not gonna work. You continue as normal, no mention of webcam. You f the girl. After you f the girl, you do the PhD test. If she passes the PhD test and she wants to be with you, then you start mentioning things like, yeah, but you know, you're always busy. You're always at work. You can come work for me. So, as I said, you cannot try and approach girls to do webcam. Hi, do you want to do webcam? It's bullshit. It doesn't work. Any, no one's going to say yes. And any girl who does say yes is doing it. She doesn't like you. She doesn't know you. She doesn't love you. She's saying yes purely for money. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> any girl who wants money that bad is going to skank you and leave you when she realizes you get a big cut of it. So even if you do get a girl to say yes that way, even if you do say to a girl, look, let's make some money, she's only in it for the money. She's not in it to please you. And if she's only in it for the money, she's gonna get pissed off with her cut. Because they're gonna Google up how much a token's worth, how many tokens they made, and all that shit. They're gonna get pissed off with their cut. Remember the tax things, you only have to pay them 30% instead of 50%. That's important for your profitability. So you don't want a girl who's in it for money. You want a girl who's in it to be with you. So you meet a girl, you take her on dates, you fuck her, whatever, she passes the PhD test. Then you start saying things like, oh yeah, but you're always working. I have to do some traveling and you can't come. I want to bring you with me. Traveling is a great one because the thing about this business is mobile. If you can find a good Airbnb with good internet, you can run it somewhere else. So it's a good little caveat to throw in. Oh, and you're always working. Why don't you work for me so we spend more time together? Worth you doing what? So I'll have a webcam business. Oh, I don't want to do that. So okay, I know you don't want to do that, but listen. Come, let's have a meeting. Let's just talk about it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it, fine. But let me explain it to you properly. In fact, I'll bring one of the girls who works for me. You, your bottom bitch, the new girl, you go out at a nice dinner. Your bottom bitch is the one who does the selling. You don't do the selling. The girl has to hear it from a girl. And this is where your bottom bitch has to be trained. That's why I said it's so important to have a good first girl. My first girl was so good, it was easy. My girl would sit there and go, oh my God, before this I was a waitress and it was shit, and now I do this, and I make so much money, and the guys all love me and they adore me, and on my birthday they send me presents, and I get so much money, blah, 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 and it's so much fun, and we stay at home, and da, 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 and we're gonna go to Thailand soon, and we're gonna be working in Thailand, and we're gonna stay there for as long as we want, you should come with us, it's gonna be so much fun, da, 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 da. martinis, 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 bang, threesome. Slam them both, your bottom bitch knows, this girl's like, okay, well I'll try it, Put both girls on camera together the first day so the new girl can sit there and just sit with the other girl and get drunk. Give them a bottle of vodka, put on the chatterbait, a uh, hundred tokens per shot. The guys will send loads of money to get the girls drunk because guys like drunk girls. Girls will sit there, get drunk, have a great time. You say it's your new job now, you haven't go to work ever again. That's how you recruit girls. You do not recruit girls any other way. If, if we had to title that three-minute video, it would be called Pimp Talk. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> That's how pimps talk. That, 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 and, and there's several things that I think listen to that. Game is to be sold, not to be told. That's straight <laughs> from Snoop Dogg. <laughs> uh, and so I, I don't know any 
criminals or any people doing shady things that say, you know what, let me put out a video about exactly how to do it. Mm. That's, that erodes a lot of whatever level of sympathy I might have for Andrew Tate. Uh, he, he's selling an immoral lifestyle and telling other people, Here, hey, here's how you exploit women. So when I say pimp or profit, he sounds like a pimp. He's evangelizing an immoral way, a predatory way of living. I go pimp. The, the video doesn't change what I was going to say at all. Number one, I'm slow to call anybody a prophet. Number two, by that standard, the only two choices are pimp. He's definitely pimping. There's no doubt. The question isn't about the morality of this man in the most general sense. The question is about the legitimacy of the charges and their there are a lot of people out there that seem to be cucking for women. They're cucking for the state and ultimately they're cucking for globalism because the real question that we should be asking right now is not about Andrew Tate's character. It's not about his morality. It's not about whether or not you could rightfully identify these methods or these talking uh, uh, styles as pimping or not. The question is, what's the motivation to take him out? And there's nobody on the face of the planet that could get me to believe that the corrupt Romanian government, that is the railhead of New World Order, is so vastly interested in stopping women from being coerced or manipulated into selling their body for money. There's not a single person on the planet Earth that could get me to believe that's their motivation for going after this man. It's not their motivation. They're afraid, and even more so, yes, what he's doing, you could say, is pimping. But I think he's actually doing a lot of what Kanye West tried to do. Because really, he's using himself as a cudgel to go after the normalcy around sexual etiquette and sexual culture in the world. Because what he's really saying is, yeah, I could sit out here and talk about pimping as pimping because we all know that the game between men and women is a sexual transaction game. And sex has become transactional. I don't care if you hook up a webcam and, 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 and rub your vagina on a webcam for tokens and get drunk, or if you're telling a man that in order to take, take you out, he has to buy you dinner and, and, and take care of your hair and nails. It's still transactional sex. So, you know, that, that, that's where I'm at with it. Look, I think Andrew Tate has said a lot of things that, that um, defends masculinity in the most general sense. I'm not a huge fan of Andrew Tate because I do believe, as Liz said, that it, it aims towards radical materialism, that you solve all your problems with money. And I'm wholly against that. I reject that wholly. That doesn't mean I'm going to cape up for a, a corrupt state going after a guy on trumped up charges because I know where that ends. Andrew Tate is a degenerate. Okay. I've been saying this for a while. I'm a Christian. But that video you just showed is public. He released that publicly years ago. You know how old that video is? Why didn't he get arrested then? Probably in their mind, they didn't have the uh, evidence. Evidence of what? At that time, that he's a pimp. <laughs> the reason why you don't have the evidence. Listen, he has he has a lot of videos. That's a one of a long string of videos. So the reason that he's not in jail for this, and this was public information, it was quite it just wasn't illegal. That's not the, that that video and this claim of him has zilch to do with these charges. That one dude that you had earlier, he lied. He flat out lied. Nathan Livingston lied. That's strong. yes. He I mean he literally did. First off, he, he said that some, he, one of the sex trafficking charges was for minors. Not true. I, I read the whole case, bro. He's being charged 
for sex trafficking. He was right. There are seven victims. What he left out purposely is all victims claim that Andrew Tate didn't do what they're claiming. And the court system says these women are brainwashed, so we we can't even accept their testimony. Now, in the court system, I don't know about Romania, but in our court system, at least if you're American, you have to believe that you are innocent until what? Proven guilty. You need evidence to claim that he did, made people do something against their will. Let's say if everything he said in that video was true, because I'm not a virgin. I've been celibate for a long time, but when you when you trying to get women, you're, you're trying to convince them to sleep with you that night. That's that's how the time we used to go to clubs. I'm trying to convince a woman to sleep with me that night. I'm trying to caress you to sleep with me. This is just this is what it is. So, 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 so then people go to jail? No, because it's not against their will. You convince them, and then you you got them to the point where they started agreeing. You can say that's wrong, because I believe it's wrong. I believe sex before marriage is wrong. I believe listening to secular music is wrong. I believe I believe most Republicans are immoral. But trying to claim, trying to claim that Andrew Tate should go to prison because of something he said, then Trump should go to prison for saying, grab them by the vagina. Here's, here's the difference. Grab them, grab them Here, by, here's grab the by difference. The Here, here's the difference. Here's the difference, Bryson. Tell me the difference between that. Trump saying grab him by the vagina. He said they let him do it. Yeah, I know. But he, he also, it wasn't part of a plot to make money off those women. Okay. There's, they're saying like, and again, you go to a nightclub and you sweet talk some girl or a girl sweet talks you. It, it's not with the goal of, and eventually I'm going to get you on this camera and I'm going to make money and I'm going to take 80% of the money and, and we're going to call it webcamming. But if you're really down for the play, I'm, I'm going to put you out here and you're going to actually sell this that thing. Did you just make that up? Or that? I just made it up. Okay. But again, that's where it leads. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not naive. Well, who says that, though? Somebody go to jail for something you just admitted you made up? No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not talking about me as the prosecutor yeah. in jail. Yeah. I'm talking about what's underlying their motivation. Mm -hmm. What they believe and what they want to prove is that he's doing this to financially exploit the women mm -hmm. and that eventually it leads to sex trafficking and prostitution. They're trying to gather enough information to prove that. So real quick, as somebody that read the case, once again, this webcam thing was mentioned once, but it has nothing to do with the seven victims. So I just want to get that clear. This webcam stuff has zilch to do with these victims. Also, he's trying to The seven victims aren't on, they weren't doing webcam videos. I don't know what, what they were doing, but if you read, uh, read the court docs, they are public, like the two people said. Anybody can go read the court documents. Uh, when you read them, they, they they claim that these things happen. They have no evidence, which is why he's not in prison any longer. The we, the women said this, this is not true, so you have no evidence. All you all you have is is your opinion of him. So that my thing is, we have to be careful because you because he like I said, he's a degenerate. He is immoral, just like all these rappers. He is immoral. But my thing is, you can't bear false witness and say this means both people you had on. Neither one of them had evidence of the case being true, though. They only told you about his immorality and used that to prove that he should, he should be guilty of sex trafficking and rape. That's disgusting. That's more dangerous than anything Andrew Tate says. Gotcha. The people that were on, Liz Wheeler and Nathan Livingston, what they're reacting to is his Tucker Carlson interview where Andrew Tate defined what was going on to him in their mind in a dishonest way. That... Man, they're accusing me of being a lover boy. And Bob, that he presented a very sanitized mm -hmm. 
dishonest representation of what's at the root of the Romanian charges. They're saying the root is, is much more fertile than what Andrew Tate was pretending. And so Liz Wheeler just basically said. I wrote down what you're saying, by the way. But the bottom line is, is I'm just objecting to the immorality of him and him being, basically she's been being platformed as someone. Uh -uh. She said, as you say, platformed, you're a Democrat. Yeah, you're a Democrat. She said that too. But she, she also said, <laughs> that's why I called her Democrat. She also said she believed the charges could be accurate. Could because, be. be, be, be because I like, do too. I think they could be. But they could be inaccurate too, right? Yes, of so, course. So why nobody say that? Imagine the question the two people you had on, why didn't neither one of them bring up the fact in the case that all the women said it wasn't true? Because I can't speak for them. <laughs> I can't, I can't speak for them. I can only speak for myself. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm about to tell on myself about how worldly, you know, I was or what am, I don't know. But there are tactics mm -hmm. that pimps use that will get women to always fall on the sword and never. Ne I, I, can, I can walk you through. I've seen it in real life. You, you put them in a conversation and... Uh, you got a buddy in the car and you, the woman's just listening to you and the buddy talk and, and you and the buddy are talking about someone that y'all had killed mm -hmm. who tried to cross you. And it, again, it's, it sounds like, I hate to say it, it, it sounds innocent and like you're just having a random conversation, but the whole point of it is to make the point to her, you're capable of killing them if they cross you. Seen it, heard it with my own eyes. Mm -hmm. Hate to be that real with y'all, but, you know. Question. Um, like, I'm, I'm being for real. That's not in the case. It, it, nowhere in the case documents to say he threatened anybody or anything of that nature. But, but so, what, so what I'm saying is, are you saying that, are you justifying the fact that everything else in that case, everything else that, that, that the Romanian government put in that case, are you justifying that? Because even though the women said no, are you saying you, you think you justified their, their testimony being thrown out, the court case? Am I justifying their testimony being, being thrown, thrown out? out? I don't know enough about the case, Bryson, to fully answer your question. Here, here's, what, here's what I'm trying to convey is that there are things that the police may know that they haven't shared or prosecutors may know that they haven't shared in those documents. And because and, 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 that is the truth of how life works. Mm -hmm. They don't, again, there's a reason why Jack Nicholson's most famous scene is you can't handle the truth. Because like, if you knew how wicked and corrupt and predatory humans are capable of, some people just can't handle it. I do. I don't know how corrupt governments are, too. That's no a, question. That's a heresy. Yeah. Let's stop. Wait. First <laughs> off, let's dial back two clicks. Number one, there is no truth that people can't handle. That's a, that's a CIA propaganda scam to begin with. There's this truth out there that we can't tell you because you just wouldn't be able to deal with it. Number two, Women get to have bodily autonomy when they go to kill their baby. They can't have bodily autonomy in their court testimony. It's ridiculous. Mm. It's absolutely absurd on every level. Number three is the question still is not whether or not this is immoral. The question is whether or not it's illegal. And the elephant in the room around this entire Andrew Tate human trafficking controversy is pornography.
That's the major elephant in the room. That's the major elephant in this case because the court is trying to act as though they can arbitrarily draw the line between prostitution and pimping and pornography. That's disingenuous from the outset because there isn't a distinct line between prostitution and pornography. There really isn't because I or you or you could get $1,000 today and go contact the production company yep. of your favorite porn star, give the $1,000, and you and I and him could shoot a scene with that girl, get her drunk, get her on coke. It happens every day. It's legal. Facts. What makes that legal or moral? An LLC? An incorporating document? It's a scam. And, and, so, and even more so, even more dishonest, is that all the people that seem to benefit from Andrew Tate going down, they're all involved in human trafficking behind the scenes. They don't give a shit about no young girl being manipulated or coerced by Andrew Tate because they're manipulating girls and brainwashing them every day through the frequencies of the mainstream and media, media industrial complex. They don't care about these young girls. They prove it. So why are they going after him? There's... What he argues is because what he represents and blah, blah, blah. I'm not sure if I buy that. I'm not sure if I buy that, that he's so much of a threat that we got to take him out because of what he represents. That's his argument. What I do, what I would lean towards, again, there's a pie in terms of, okay, there's a 20% chance that his argument's right. I happen to believe there's like a 35% chance that what's motivating them is the audacity of this idiot to put these videos out and here's what I'm doing and here's how you can do it. I'm in a foreign country. I'm not Romania. And it's, it's no different than the conversation we had yesterday about the woman from Dubai. Yeah. You just don't go to someone else's country and it, look at all this money. I'm pimping your women. I'm putting out videos about it. I'm going to brag about it. That's why Snoop, and who I criticized yesterday, but he, game is to be sold, not to be told. And so I'm looking at the, this dude's an idiot. He's I, I, retarded. I have a question. If uh, somebody got murdered in Nashville, and I hopped on this camera and said, I just murdered somebody in Nashville, do you think the police can pick me up instantly and take me to jail for that statement? If someone got murdered uh -huh. and you were on this show uh -huh. and announced that you just murdered, yeah, I, I did, did it. They come. Once again, go back to what I said originally. The thing they're trying to manipulate people of is they're trying to tell you that this webcam business, that was legal for a fact. That's why that has not much to do with this case at all. It was mentioned only to try to give you the personality of Andrew Tate, to try to say that he's capable of doing these things. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. He said these things on camera at his webcam. That was a string of videos up until like two years ago. Police, this was, these videos had millions of views. <laughs> no police picked them up because of that. When did police pick them up? So why is the webcam thing the main line of, of, the, of the character assassination of him? Because they, they want to assassinate the character. Detached, it's completely, completely detached from the charges in the case. <laughs> because, but they're trying to clump it in. This look, is what they do to black men all the time. They'll go back to, you did the 10 years ago, he was, uh, he was uh, a disorderly conduct uh, yeah. in some street fight, and now, you know, these, these are the, the, you know, the, 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 the background of how we're going to charge him for racket. Yeah, we're going to move into hypothetical land again, uh -huh. but it, it's it's how thing, and again, there's a 20 percent chance, in my view, mm -hmm. that his argument is correct, that they're after him because of what he represents. I tend to think there's a higher percentage, 30, 34, that he 
made himself a target that like any country, if there's some kind of political gain to bringing down someone high profile, mm -hmm. they jump on that. Mm -hmm. And so you're a multimillionaire, you're on, you're the most Googled man on the internet. So you know what, I can bring him down, I can get in the newspaper, I can advance my career. I've made myself a target and, and painted, and so if I went and consulted with people that I know that have done or do shady stuff, they'd be like, I would never do with this, I would never be on camera bragging about this. And then perhaps I'll give you another possibility. Mm -hmm. Just and, and this is why I say we're off in fantasy or hypothetical land mm -hmm. or even in fact, it's like the TV show The Wire. The, the whole thing, and everybody loves the TV show The Wire, mm -hmm. but the whole thing started because one judge had a little bone up his rear end and one police officer didn't like someone and then that just, dominoes just started falling. Next thing you know, they got a big investigation and blah, blah, blah. Andrew Tate's sitting on camera bragging, blah, 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 and he has no idea if the prosecutor or someone in politics doesn't have a niece, a cousin, or a daughter that he's talked into this. And then, oh, I can get this dude, blah, blah. So any of these things are a possibility and make more sense to me than they're just trying to shut me down because I'm such a powerful voice. You put a big, bright sign on you, I'm a big deal, there's headlines. If you bring me down, you can advance your career. Mm -hmm. You put a big target on the side, and so I don't have a lot of sympathy so, for him. So, I don't have sympathy for him. He's going to hell if he don't repent. <laughs> I mean, let's just be clear. It's way worse than jail. It's way worse than jail. But, do you remember, they tried this before, right? They tried to say he kidnapped the lady, right? You remember that? Last year, I don't remember that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The police I came. You. The police I came. You. Yeah, they, they said they said he kidnapped the lady. Then the camera came out and she was just chilling. You know. Then they had to let him go. But let me tell you something that's interesting, right? How could they arrest? Like, what could convict him of this? And what I mean is, they took every single camera. They took all the electronics out the house. They took all the cameras, all the video. They took every electronic out of his house. They got all the statements from I think. I think over two thousand people. They tried to get two thousand people of his associates, right? They have no. Evidence. What kind of evidence? Because because I, I think you think that it's possible that the women could be brainwashed. So what other evidence could you have? What evidence would suit uh, would suit you to say that he's done these things? What evidence would suit me? Any anybody? Like what possible evidence could you have in a case like that outside of that? Well, you need the testimony of a victim. They they are they, they already got him out. They said no. I, I got it. But what what what? And and again, I'm not caping up for the other side, because I don't know what's motivating them. Mm -hmm. But there are some women that, that may not even just want to get involved, to know that Who they cares? were involved. That's their, but that's their, that's their fault. With 2,000 people they interviewed. But Jason, there are two things. One thing is, again, that's their fault. That, that, that we, the ju justice, the, the scope of justice here is way, way off. Number one, if you have a niece or a mama or you were or you were sex trafficked or you were drug trafficked or you came up in the strip club and saw how women were abused and drugged and ain't none of that shit got nothing to do with justice and adjudicating justice. That's actually an improper mode of justice to apply this sort of, you know, anecdotal experience to, to the adjudication. That's not proper. We shouldn't accept that. We, 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 you could say it's human, 
But the point of society, is, especially around issues like justice, is to try and strive towards a more salient version of justice. So when you concede like, well, yeah, yeah, one of the district attorneys probably had a niece and he don't like Andrew Tate because uh, maybe his... You didn't say that. I threw it out there as a hypothetical, but go ahead. But I'm just... But no, but it's perfectly it possible. Real. Yeah. Look, it is perfectly possible. I get your point. My point, and I, I don't want to be repeating myself, but just don't put some big sign on yourself that says, hey, guys, I'm over here doing dirt in your country and I'm bragging about it, that, that, that's, it's, it's a level of stupidity that is dangerous and will get you caught up. And I just think that is more likely when you're the most popular person, most Googled person or whatever, don't put a target on your back because people will be like, oh, okay, I can use you to advance my career. And, and if he doesn't have that kind of street sense, he's an idiot. And he could call himself Top G, and he can brag about being a chess player and 3D, blah, 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 blah. Sounds retarded to me. Yeah, no, that's, well, first, these are two separate issues. Yeah, that's dumb. Him being on camera saying that is just dumb in general, in my opinion. And it's immoral, but it's also just dumb. If you want to be Uncle Jason having a conversation with Andrew Tate about the dumb shit that he's doing out there in the world, that's one conversation. But to talk about the legitimacy of this legal process is a completely different conversation. And there's a lot of stuff that people would do where I'd look at him and go, bro, that was dumb. Doesn't mean it's illegal. And it certainly doesn't mean that it's, it's rightful for you to go to jail or that it's rightful for a government or collaborating governments to, to use their, their uh, you know, uh, international political juice uh, to, to, to target you. And, and the real danger is like, is, is Andrew, what, what's more dangerous to an American citizen, to a free citizen anywhere? Another guy who thinks that he can make a quick buck off of girls that are willing to sell their body or the government using its pull and its, its, uh, its weight to target political dissidents. Which one's more dangerous to citizens? Uh, government is always, always, always going to be more dangerous there than you go. citizens, individually, collectively. I'm not worried about women selling their... I mean, personally, for me, where we are right now in this country, where we are right now in the world... Yeah, it's immoral. I wish a better circumstance for all women. But if we're going to go to the root, if we're going to go back upstream to where the immorality, the circumstance for immorality for women to sell their body, it ain't Andrew Tate's fault. But tyrannical governments, that it does have to do with the Romanian government in a more primary sense. Well, then there's, look, if the, if the litmus test is, is this individual worse than a tyrannical government? Don't prosecute O.J. Simpson. Don't prosecute anybody because the government's always going to do something worse than any individual. No, you could prosecute him if it's illegal. But when you try and draw an arbitrary line around prostitution and pornography, that's what we're talking about here. We have a, no, a whole new digital world, an entire fourth industrial revolution in the Internet of Things, an e-commerce revolution, and pornography is in it. And so if a girl is on a webcam, I mean, so then OnlyFans should be brought up on RICO charges. Period. I mean, my thing is, if we're basing this, once again, off immorality, and we're trying to draw conclusions, like, because I think he's immoral, what he's doing is illegal, two separate things, then 
I mean, like I said earlier, you got to start looking at everybody, everybody else, too. We doing it like that. If that's what we doing it's gonna now. It's going to get dark out here. It's going to get dark out yeah. here. If immorality, then everybody to sit home in 2024. Ain't no reason to go out and vote. I, I'm not. I'm, I, I think I'm where Liz Wheeler is or where she should be or I'm just where I'm at. Mm-hmm. The illegality of it isn't my issue. Huh? It, it's, it's the guy is nailing himself to a cross and he went for two and a half hours with Tucker. Oh, they're after me because of what I stand for. Oh, no. In his opinion and yours. There's evidence I'm, of it, though. That they're after him because of what he stands for? Right. There's no evidence of that. There's evidence that they're after him perhaps inappropriately, you don't, you can only speculate about what their motives are. So once again, I'm gonna ask you this, I'm gonna ask you this again. These videos you show are years old and these videos have millions of views. Andrew Tate's been popular for a while. Why didn't the Romanian government, he's been, he, it's been it's a become series. a thing. You know how long Harvey Weinstein ran around doing what wait, he wait, was doing? Why did you say, he says because of what? It didn't become a thing. What didn't become a thing? Sex trafficking exploitation of women, uh, child trafficking, whatever. The, the, whole, the whole little movement the, the, to protect women. Again, he, he, now it's a thing. Now it's a way oh, to yeah. advance your career. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, that's true. Yeah. Sandy just became a thing. Like That video is probably like, what, 2019, 2020? All this was definitely a thing during that time. Protecting women, that's, that's after the Me, Me Too movement and all that. So my question is... It's just about when they get really, around to you. But even with that premise, let's just go with this premise real quick, because all this stuff wasn't a thing. What, 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 what implication comes with that? What implication comes well, with What do you mean? It wasn't a thing until now. So why are they prosecuting Andrew Tate then? And that's your premise. Opportunity and to advance their careers. Why specifically him? Because he's wildly popular. Yeah, okay. That's, that's, there unju- that's unjust. There we go. Thanks. That's all I wanted. Even if the wildly popular yeah, is about been a my argument. For, that's what I've been arguing here the last five, ten yeah. minutes. He's made himself a target uh-huh. and he's acted foolishly. But the, but the danger of that is you could, but the danger of that is this. Yes, in this particular sense, and this, I'm telling you, Jason, this is where conservatives and Christians go way wrong around the rule of law and justice and character. They go way wrong and they give way too much swing to the government, way too much swing to the state. If it wasn't this particular example where we could look at what he's done or his character and say, hey, you made it you made a target out of yourself. Take that away. Take this specific example away. You can make a target out of yourself in a number of ways that are not immoral and the government will come after you. That's what they're doing to Trump. And the question is, if you look at Trump and you look at Tate or you look at Bannon or you look at Alex Jones or you look at Kanye or Kyrie or all these people who have pushed back against the establishment, do we really think this global government is going after them because of their immorality? We may, we may, we may be laissez-faire about their prosecution or their fate because we disagree with their morality, but do we think the motivation to go after them is about their morality. I say 150,000% no, because the people adjudicating the justice are immoral. I'm gonna give y'all another real life example without calling names. And it's about being a disruptor in any industry. 
when you start disrupting it. And, and my understanding is like sex, trafficking, prostitution, what, like that's, Romania does that in its sleep. And so when, when you're a foreigner and then you, you're disrupting an industry that's already been established and there's some Romanians that do that. Right. And he comes in and be, and the Romanians that do that and have been doing that for a long time, they got government people on the payroll or they're sliding money to or they, they're servicing with women and blah, blah, blah. And, and oh my God, here's Andrew Tate and he's moved in and he's making money and he's, he's disrupting the market. I've seen friends of mine that when the whole real estate thing was going crazy in the early 2000s, they disrupted the whole mortgage, real estate industry, started making moves that caught the attention of the established real estate tycoons in that area. And those real estate tycoons started going to the government officials they had been working with and complaining and, and to, well, they're doing this illegal, they're doing that illegal. They're, they're doing, and my friend ended up doing two and a half years in federal penitentiary. He, he took the pill for everybody. They were being disruptive and, and naive in how they were being disruptive in my view. I love these people, I mean, they're family, I love them. Yeah. Uh, but they were being disruptive in a way and the people who were established in that started working against them to put them away and, and to stop them. And they did it. Mm -hmm. That's the way of the world. No, that's the way of the devil. Mm. Who think one's the world? Yeah, but I'm saying, but to say that's not the way of a, that's not the, that's not the way of, of what we should strive for. That's not something we should accept. Yeah, it's not the way of the kingdom, yeah. but it's the way of the world. And he's operating, he's not, I don't hear anything from Andrew Tate that says he wants to be in the kingdom. Nothing. No, no, but that, he wants that doesn't to be mean... in the world. So he needs to understand the rules of the world. Yeah, no. He's gonna be a disruptor and move into Romania and start in an industry they dominate, and you're gonna put start putting out videos and I make all this money, I got Bugattis, blah, blah, blah. And you think none of them are ever gonna so, say, hey, uh, this guy's doing XYZ, put a stop to him. Let me ask this question real quick. Who's more popular? JFK or Andrew Tate? JFK. Okay. Not a chance. Andrew Tate has been seen. Andrew Tate has way more watch more hours. Popular than JFK. Did yeah, probably, probably global. You mean globally? Andrew yeah. Tate is yeah. the president. Andrew president Tate Kim. has more watch hours and more familiarity and FaceTime and popularity than John F. Kennedy did. Andrew Tate could walk up and down Broadway here in Nashville and. 50% of the people wouldn't know who he was. Oh, JFK no. walks no, down. You don't know, you don't know how popular yes. Tate is. JFK <laughs> walks down the street, no, 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 everybody no, no, knows no, who he is. No, no, Y'all stop it. Okay, well, okay, set that aside. Number one, you're wildly underestimating how, just how popular this guy is. But number two. Y'all done bought the hype. If, if we assume that he's remote, just look at the statistics. statistics. The, I mean, this is what they're, they're, they're saying. Numbers lie, but go ahead. I get it. I get it. it. It could be inflated. But what I'm saying is JFK was only seen on a handful of television sets or whoever had it at the time. People, they're, they're, it's a whole different world we live in today. Obama's way more popular than JFK ever was because of TV and the Internet. But, but take that aside. We're also vastly underestimating the power and the scope and the agenda of the intelligence community. If a, if a CIA can kill a president on, on, in front of the entire world, 
You think they can't collaborate with the Romanian government to take out an Andrew Tate? Here's where we, here's our disconnect. And, and Andrew Tate, if you watch this, <laughs> y'all over, he's just not that important. No, you're underestimating how powerful media is. He was. Come on, him. He's just Wait, not that you important. You don't realize. No, you don't realize when this he's all. He's popular, off. but he's just not that no, he important. He has influence. He's influenced people. Look, you the use No, let me tell. You, let me let me explain what happened. The entire TikTok world took off with the pansexual and uh, what's the other one? Pansexual. Which one? Transgenderism. No, it's pansexual and another one. Sapiosexual. Okay. There was an entire pansexual sapiosexual boom on TikTok amongst young people. And then all of a sudden, Andrew Tate was on the scene, and then Andrew Tate became big on TikTok amongst young boys. That was the signal from the noise. That was the smoke in the, in the, in Wait, the pile of wood. There's extra after he, after he became, after he blew up on TikTok, which was after he had already hit the scene, then the young boys started getting him. That's when the indictment came down where they tried to say that he kidnapped it's, the girl. It's bigger than that, though. Not only did Andrew Tate influence young kids, if you go to the most popular streamers in the world during that time, Aiden Ross. Aiden Ross changed his entire perception of everything because of Andrew Tate. Fact. That was his acolyte. Sneeko was already popular. Streamer. He started, he was a popular streamer. He started changing, changing what he believed because of Andrew Tate. You, the most popular streamers in the world was talking about how Andrew Tate Good made point. him think about certain things. Good point. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got me. I'm going to do a little bit of a Deion Sanders back. <laughs> Good point. This dude had juice. I mean, he's got widespread influence. It's big. And I'm not cucking for him because, again, I don't nest, I'm not a He's fan. He's not more popular than JFK, but I hear what y'all saying. You're, relative you're relative to Once the again, time. Once again, because I feel disgusted now because he would have to defend Andrew Tate. I know, right? He is degenerate. Do not – well, don't get me wrong. To be fair, he said he's a Muslim now, even though I'm a Christian, so we disagree on that. But he changed his life. It's reported that he doesn't drink anymore. But he – his past is purely hell-bound. So I just want to make it clear. I'm just defending the court, the rule of law. I'm not defending Andrew Tate. And maybe, but and, and also, but maybe we don't know. I mean, look, and this is another this is another problem that conservatives and Christians are having. As soon as you shut that door for repentance on that on that face value judgment in real time, I don't hear any repentance. No, 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 he, no, no but he has though. If you watch his recent content, he he has done a few things. Does, does it convince me? I'm a religious zealot, so not quite me yet, but there's a door for it. It's reported he has stopped drinking. I mean, so you can't, I mean, you know. Once you acknowledge that, that once you go from not being religious or being atheist to acknowledging that there is a God, yeah. and then you start to talk about change in your life, uh, habituated around the, the, the significance of God, you have the potential to repent. Yeah, you got potential. Yeah. He, he posted got, a Bible verse everybody today. Has, yeah. Everybody has potential to repent. Yep. I just didn't hear anything in that Tucker interview that sounded close to repentance. Let, let me ask a couple of these young guys in here. Kenny. Andrew Tate, big deal to you? Is Andrew Tate popular to you? Do you know, you know a lot about I see him probably twice a day on my phone, um, but I'm not a huge fan. Did, did, a year ago, did you know who Andrew Tate was? Probably just around a year ago is when I figured out who he was there. Christian. Andrew Tate, a big deal? And Never. But I know about until about a year ago as well. While my best friend was watching his videos, I really didn't care to look him up, but. I really didn't know anything about him until we started talking about him. That, that, that's, and again, I'm old and late to everything, so I'm not 
the litmus test. But I'm just, it wasn't until a month or two ago that I even caught up like, Andrew Tate, what? And, and, so, and when I think of like, I, if I go home to Indianapolis and say Andrew Tate's name to my peer group from 45 to 55 or whatever, I don't think, he, he ne- never, he they, never they comes, won't. he never comes up. nephew my, though. Yeah. He don't know. Yeah, not, and not only, did, but let's go further than that. It's not necessarily about, let's take the demographics or the numbers away. We know that stuff can be funny, fishy, skewed. We know all of that. The signal from the noise is what did the mainstream media say about Tate when this whole thing popped off? What was their narrative? Misogynistic. Misogyny. Anytime you hear misogyny, I'm out. Done. Look, based off the tape we play to him, them three minutes of That's pimp, not misogyny. Blah, blah, what is it then? That's living in the world the way the world the, the way that women set it up. Are women dumb? I mean, we gotta yes. stop. <laughs> I'm glad you said it, not me. But uh, hey. am I wrong? <laughs> huh? Am I wrong? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the show's called Fearless. And, and, and so I'm a I'm a I'm a I want to back up and, and clarify that comment a little bit. But are they emotional and easy to manipulate and illogical about a lot of things? Yeah, I think so. And particularly, particularly, there's a demographic that's uncovered by men that. The Bible, the Bible backs me up on it. The Bible they need to be covered and need someone helping to explain the world to them. The Bible also backs up that women themselves should be modest, that they themselves got to watch up what they're doing. So Andrew Tate ain't convinced no real woman of God because it's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. He's, he's convincing degenerates already. So though Andrew Tate is degenerate, every woman that helped him with the webcam business, they all degenerate. They all chose to do it. And never forget, never forget that Jeffrey Epstein said the way of the future is for women, the way women think. Mm. This is a degenerate, pedophile, high-level security state asset that's blackmailing a bunch of people on behalf of Mossad or the CIA or whoever he is. He sat there right in front of Steve Bannon and said, with no stutter whatsoever, I believe in the Time's Up movement. The future is for the way women think, and I've always believed that. Also, 1 Timothy 2.9, by the way, if you want to know how the Bible says women should be. You know, but. So, for the first time ever, I'm going to clarify something. Because I'm sitting here thinking about Bryson triggered me. And, and so, you know, I'm sitting here thinking. My sister's one of the smartest people I know. Uh, and, and I could rattle off a bunch of women that are brilliant, but... They're emotional, illogical, and, and their, their little fight for power and control has ruined the world. Hate me. Well, that's true. That's facts. Hate me. Uh, I, 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 I hate to make it political. I hate to make it political again, but all I really, I don't have any stake in Andrew Tate's future other than I'm a man, and I'm a man who speaks on similar issues in some, some ways, and we all are. So we have a vested interest in how the, the establishment wants to go about targeting us. But every time I hear this Andrew Tate story, I just see Donald Trump's face. Me too. I just see Donald Trump's face and them rolling out woman after woman, whether it's Gene Carroll or Stormy Daniels or they or, did it. or whoever else to try and take down any man who's in any position to challenge the narrative. Matter of fact, Jason, why don't you believe any of the women that came out and said Trump raped them? What's that? A few women came out and said Trump raped them. 
More. I think it was like 15 Yeah, or like 15. Be- because, why don't I? But Yeah. Because one, it, th- it relates to the same reason, the whole Bill Cosby thing, all of it. Unless you're doing this in real time, miss me with all of it. If the day you get raped, go to the police. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and so 20 years later, 15 years later, the whole Cosby thing, miss me with all of it. Yeah. Well, I agree. I'm just saying that one of the reasons, if you remember what CNN was saying when women was coming out, they all they did was replay the grab them by the vagina clip. Yeah. That's all they did to, to because because they want they, what they do is they make you understand that the person is a moral first in their eyes and they make you believe that he actually raped these people. That's how I'm saying that's that is a. But that's the way the but the, the, that's the way that the whole court system works. Yep. That's why they have character testimony. Yep. Yep. They do that. That's standard practice in American you law. You almost need a day two of this because <laughs> y'all done beat me up. And I'm confused now. Bryson triggered me. I'm sitting here like, oh my god. It, uh, Women are going to come after me. I love women, but, you know, <laughs> repeal the 19th Amendment. Based? <laughs> Yo, this show is lit. <laughs> love y'all. Y'all need me more than I need you. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> play tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow.